All right, welcome back. Episode three, Talking Balls. I'm your host, Connor. Um, and we got a good episode here today for you. It's kind of like Christmas feeling. Uh, we had college <laughs> football this past weekend, and then we get NFL this week. And I am yes. super excited for this. I can't wait for the fantasy football aspect, just watching football three days a week. It's going to be great. Um, so with me today in the sack, which, by the way, talking balls, we're talking balls here on this podcast. I renamed the room that I'm in as the sack. So like with that. me today in the sack, I have Mr. Tony Gallo, a.k.a. Pico, and he is going to help me flesh out this NFL season. And welcome. I couldn't be more pumped to be here, my man. It is a pleasure and honor. And let's fucking get right into it. I mean, the NFL season is upon us. We're here. It's right around the corner. The first game is Thursday. This today's Monday. We're recording this on Monday. So we're looking forward to, you know, just a few more days before a game kicks off and we're officially kind of underway. So yeah, I mean, I'm pumped. College football kind of Yeah, what is it? Monday, we got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we got three sleeps. Yeah. Thursday morning. It's they a new buttered day. us up. It's a all, new year. all nice. All nice yeah. in college football this yeah, week just to get us ready. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're all lathered up. Yeah. yeah, we're greased up, ready to go. So okay. So we're going to start with Thursday night football. Um, we have a freaking doozy of a game. They are treating us. I think this could be the most. I mean, we had Bucks and Cowboys, I think, last year, a couple of years ago. That was electric, too. But um, this could be the most electric opening night game since the the Chiefs and the Pats went at it in Arrowhead a few years back. That was electric. The uh, I think that was when Kareem Hunt came out. That was his rookie year, and he balled out that year. Was that the um, year that... The Chiefs, like it was like a, after they had lost to Tom Brady and he went to the Super Bowl. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then it was like it the was next the season opener. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And it was like a 40 point shootout. Yeah. Yes. So this, this game, I think, has the potential to do that. You have the Bills going into Los Angeles, taking on the Super Bowl champion Rams. Uh, both of these teams are just absolutely loaded, loaded on the offensive side. I mean, you got juggernauts <laughs> on the offensive side. Um, Obviously, you have the Bills led by Josh Allen. They got Stefan Diggs. Um, and then you have on the Rams side, you have Stafford and you have Cooper Cup and you have all these weapons mm -hmm. on the outside as well. So as it sits today, the line sits minus two and a half points for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they're favored as a minus 135 favorite with an over under of 52 and a half. So I don't really know about this game, which way it's going to go. It really does seem like it's a 50-50 coin flip. Um, my gut is leaning towards the Rams. I, it's hard to go against that team after what they did, the run they put together last year. Two and a half points at home. Some people might think Super Bowl hangover, whatever it is. Um, I think well, the play is the Rams. I think Stafford's going to come out firing. They got a healthy Cam Akers back. Stafford yes. loves his big targets. They got Allen Robinson this year. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to, I think Allen Robinson, I'm going to say it real quick. We're two minutes into this and I have a bold prediction already. I think Allen Robinson is in in a, in a position to have double digit touchdowns this year i think yeah. when they get down in the red zone they have that big body stafford loves a big body he's going to throw it up there robinson's going to grab it and it's going to be like obj you saw obj score a lot of touchdowns robinson's got a much bigger frame much bigger target to throw to i think it's going to be a lot even easier to get the balls yeah. to robinson so i love that I'll, i was going to ask you if you knew if they're going to be doing like a ring ceremony and all that good good stuff like before the game or are they just like because that that would kind of be like a pivotal factor and I guess my decision making on which way I would lean in this game just because you see it a lot after I mean I'm not going to compare the sports but 
it's like after the NBA finals, like they usually open up at the team that won and they do the whole ring ceremony before the game, hand out the rings. It's like a whole ordeal. I guarantee you that first quarter is going to be pretty, pretty like if they can hang in there for the first like 15 minutes and then they get going after all that potential emotion and whatnot. Um, yeah, I, they, they have a good chance to compete in the game. I mean, I, the Bills, look, they've had devastating playoff losses the last couple of years. And, you know, I, I think Josh Allen could be, you know, hungrier than ever at this point. Mm-hmm. I believe he wants to make a statement and this could be one way to do so. Um, yeah. You know, uh, the Rams and- did, they've been there. They did that last year. I think the Bills are like, the hungrier dog here, even though they're minus yeah. two and a half points. But I think I that's a, that. I think that's a fair line. I, I you know, I think the game is going to be agree. within a field goal. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think, I think that spread line. is getting covered. Um, yeah. I do think it's getting covered. Uh, I'm not sure which way, you know, I, I think I, I lean, I lean the Rams, like I said before, but the bills, I mean, the, the AFC got, got another quarterback, especially um, Russell Wilson out West. And you obviously have Patrick Mahomes. You have Lamar Jackson. The Steelers mm-hmm. are always Herbert. good. You have uh, you have Justin Herbert with the mm-hmm. Chargers. So the AFC is loaded, but I loaded. would still put the Bills as a front runner, given they the fact that Joe they Burrow. have didn't even say Joe Burrow. We forgot all yeah. about Joe Burrow. Um, so the the talent is is crazy in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for all those quarterbacks. All those teams are going to be a, a handful of solid playoff potential teams that are not going to get That's, in this year. I agree. Um, but the Bills have. The one thing that they have is they have a great defense. I know the Rams have a great defense as well. The Bills are tops in the league when it comes mm-hmm. to defensive categories. Um, it's it's pretty remarkable. They're number one overall in terms of yards per game, uh, points allowed per game. So I mean, they can hold, they can shoot it out with opponents, but they can also hold you down. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good one. We'll see what yeah. happens that gun, night. But gun to my head, I'm taking the game. gun to my head. I'm taking the Bills. I guess would be my All right. final statement. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so that one's Thursday night, eight twenty kickoff. That's gonna set us off right for the bang, weekend. Bang, bang. And I hope, I hope that one is a, a shootout. Fifty-two and a half seems kind of light. It's kind of tempting. I feel like both teams are easily gonna score thirty. So we might have to take the under in that game. Something to watch. Do you out think for, that it's easier for an offense to get off to like a a good start at the beginning of the season, or like do you think it's better as a like on a defense? Like you feel defense. like you have the upper hand, kind of like. I guess pitching and hitting as you get into like a baseball season, like for the first I would like tell you defense. Long, yeah. yeah. I would tell you defense and I'll tell you why the first thing that came to my mind is when you think about the colder months, December, January, what travels run game defense. and defense, it, right? Yeah, the good teams have a run game. Yeah. The good team have a defense. So really, if you have a good defensive scheme, which the bills clearly do, Mm-hmm. That shit travels anywhere. You can play first game, yeah. last game, Super Bowl. If you have a good defense, it, it should be there as something you can even lean on. So yeah, that is, like I said, that's something the Bills have. I feel like they do have a slight edge on the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see about that one. Let's gonna move be on to the next game. game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Regardless, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be super entertaining. So uh, it's, it's definitely a gift that they gave us that one week one. Let's move on. Um, there's Ravens Jets. I'm not going to talk much about it. I want to move on to the next game, which I think is a lot more appealing. Ravens mm-hmm. minus seven, to be honest. Take it to the bank. Jets are good. I think they will be better. They'll be improved. They're healthier it's this gonna year. Be, uh, but, I, but they're not even close. They're not close. And and the Ravens are an AFC contender. 
Um, give me the Ravens minus 300 parlay that shit up, whatever. If you're feeling frisky, you want to take the seven, go ahead. If you want to buy down and be safe, get it minus six. That's fine. But it's Ravens all the way there. There's not much discussion. Yeah. I was going to say, if anything, it's a really, really good thing to put into a teaser. It's probably going to be one of the more popular teased games of the week. Um, Mm -hmm. It brings you right down to the money line, throw it in there with another one that you can find, which I have one later that I'll also mention. But yeah, the Ravens are definitely AFC contender. Um, you know, Lamar carries them as long as he can stay mm-hmm. healthy. I mean, as they proved yeah. last year, though, too, like they can win games while he, you know, isn't uh, on the field. Right. But they'd much rather obviously have Lamar Jackson out there. Yeah, you so, need Lamar Jackson. He's, he's yeah, a the difference key, maker. He's the an key impact to them, player. Key for them is him staying healthy and just having, you know, not turning the ball over, too. So he, he's, you've mm-hmm. seen him on both ends, and those are two things for him that, um, help that team be successful for sure. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but that, that one's pretty straightforward. Moving on, this game, I love this game. Carolina okay. Panthers host the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield obviously got traded away for someone who has a laundry list of sexual uh, harassment allegations against him. Um, they shipped him out. They said, we'll ride with this guy who has all of this this legal trouble. He gets suspended. If you don't know who we're talking about, I don't know. I don't know what you've been doing, but it's Deshaun Watson. He got suspended for 11 games. Uh, So the Browns are going to be without their quarterback. Panthers have Baker Mayfield. And, I mean, I'll keep it short and sweet. I'm taking the Panthers all the way, minus 2.5, minus 140. I think that might be potentially one of the strongest money lines on the board at minus 140 in terms of value. Mm -hmm. For one reason and one reason only. You look at Baker Mayfield in college. You look at him before he got to college, and you look at him in the pros. What does he feed off of? He feeds off of emotion and he loves when the chips are stacked against him. And this is a prove it game kind of, this is like a, okay, you want to trade me away? Let me show you what I can do to you if you want to do that. And I think that is the environment that Baker is going to thrive in. Um, I think he's going to try and run it up as best he can. Obviously the Browns have a very, very good defense um, and they're probably going to rely on their run game between Hunt and Chubb. They're going to try and run it down the Panthers throat um, and they're going to make Baker beat them with his arm. Baker's capable of doing that. Uh, He has a few weapons. He's got McCaffrey. He's got DJ Moore, right? Mm -hmm. He had weapons in Cleveland as well. So I I feel like in terms of skill level, he's got pretty much the same thing around him. Um, And I'm excited to see what they do. I don't think they're going to compete in the division necessarily. It's pretty stacked division. I would even put the Saints ahead of them. And obviously you have the Bucs. Um, yes, but I like them to win this game. Maybe it's not really an upset, but I feel like people think the Browns are going to win this game just because they are overall Ooh, supposed to be the, the better team. Who are the Browns even starting at quarterback? So Jacoby Brissett is going to be the, the Browns starting the quarterback. It's yeah. not the worst. It's not Deshaun Watson. Um, and I, I, like I think if you're line. looking head to head quarterback, uh, May Baker Mayfield is better than Jacoby Brissett. So I, I like, Carolina to win this game. ESPN gives them a 37% chance to win this game, even as a minus 140 favorite. So mm-hmm. that's kind of sketchy, obviously. Uh, they're giving the underdog a 63% chance to win. I love Carolina here. Hammer that down. Um, Tony, do you have anything to say about the game? Um, I mean, yeah, if the if the Panthers can plug the run, because obviously the Browns use their, you know, running back tandem as their kind of one-two punch, and that's how they, mm-hmm. you know, that's the, that's their offense. They run through that they set up everything else off of being able to run the ball. So, um, you know, if, if the Panthers can plug the ball, I mean, or yeah, plug the run. I mean, Jacoby Brissett is not, I mean, he has done it before, but he's not one to out, you know, throw a defense and 
and, and win a game through the air, I guess. Um, he's a good game manager. He's won important games for, uh, for teams, uh, making playoff runs and things like that. But um, I think the whole Baker playing against his old team storyline is going to have him fired up, as you said. He does thrive off emotion. Um, so, I, you know, plug the run and, and make Jacoby beat you and, and take your chances. I, I like Carolina in that matchup as well. So, and they have it at home. Right. Home field is, which I think in, in week one is a big, is a big thing. Yeah. I, I was thinking that not just week one, really any week. Give me, give me the home team. If it's a, if it's a toss up, a lot of times yeah. I'll pick the home team just, just for shit. Moving on. Jacksonville Jaguars versus Washington Commanders. This game is a little more intriguing than I think uh, people would, would, uh, would see at first glance. But Jaguars are the underdog plus three points. Commanders are at home. Commanders have Carson Wentz, they got uh, in the offseason okay. from the, I believe, the Colts. Mm -hmm. Jaguars have a totally new culture, if you will. They're trying to reestablish themselves. They got Doug Peterson as their head coach. Uh, they got rid of Urban Meyer, and that entire fiasco has gone behind them. Trevor Lawrence mm -hmm. can probably try and operate an offense uh, more clearly on the same page with his coach. He's yeah. got his star running back from college, uh, ETN. He's got him right. back after an Achilles injury. Um, He's a versatile playmaker. He can catch balls. They're comparing him to Alvin Kamara. He's elusive. He's fast. Uh, mm -hmm. he, he's like a do-it-all back. Um, so I, I love him for fantasy. I love him for this team. The fact that Trevor Lawrence will have someone that he knows um, is big in terms of comfort and having him settle into this season. So I like the Jaguars in this game. Give me them plus 135. I'll take that money line, and I'll put that down as the first, first official pick. I'll be riding that week one. I'll be okay. touching that one for sure. Yeah. So I thought you, could, I thought uh, you were going to go with the in. three points, but we're just going to go straight. Nah, straight no, we're yeah. going to go with the win because I don't like the commanders. Maybe it's because, you know, Giants, yeah, okay. same division. Yep. I don't like mm -hmm. them, and I don't think they're good, even if they are. I don't think any of those teams <laughs> in the division are good. Giants aren't good either. Fair. But I don't think anybody fair, fair, else fair. is good. Jaguars are going to win that shit. Doug Peterson also, I believe, has a winning record against Washington when he was in Philly. So he knows okay. it's they're, they're familiar with each other. Uh, sure. Give me, give me Peterson and the Jaguars. Yeah, I like that. I mean, Travis Etienne is a huge, huge thing. Um, he was missing last year. Not to say that James Robinson before his injury wasn't uh, great. He's a, he's a great running back. But Travis Etienne is that next level um, playmaker, change your offense, dynamic type running back. So he's a three down back. He can catch passes. You know, as right. you mentioned, he played with Trevor Lawrence for the whole time that he was at Clemson. So. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're very familiar with each other. I think that's going to help, um, you know, and Doug Peterson is an offensive guru, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, you know, I expect nothing in yeah. the sack. All the good. Just All good. The sack. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I like the, I like plus three that, that looks nice. Give me that, the field goal. Um, you know, the only difference between, uh, that game is, home field i think home field advantage right. is almost worth three points so you know it's pretty evenly matched both teams have question marks everywhere so yeah. um you know if they if they can score up some points and trevor lawrence can protect cannot trevor lawrence that's what can that's the thing he's got to be yeah he can't get sacked a million times this year um, jackson's got to jaguars with 30 seconds sorry yeah sorry go ahead no you're yeah, good yeah. i think he can just he needs to just be more efficient and i think i think they'll be fine yeah, he did. Uh, his his ratio was terrible. I think his completion percentage was under 40%. So you look at all yeah. the metrics of Trevor Lawrence, it was really bad. But then you look at the situation he was in and you're like, okay, 
Can we really use that as an accurate measuring stick? I don't think so. Um, I think he's in a much better position to succeed this year. They were dead last in the NFL in terms of total offense. So they have a lot of work to do. Like we said, they get an ETN back, which is good. They added Christian Kirk from Arizona as another weapon for him. Uh, They have Evan Ingram in tight end they got from the Giants. So they have skill players around Trevor Lawrence to make some plays work, score some points. Um, They're not going to be, they're not going to be relevant, but I do think they're going to be a step forward from last year. One step at a time. It's a process. You 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 got to love the process. When you're rebuilding a team like Uh, that, that's. Yeah. Next game, uh, hometown heroes, Miami Dolphins, welcoming Mm -hmm. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Uh, This is intriguing for many reasons. Tua, people are excited for Tua. They're excited for Tyreek. A lot of people are saying, you know, Tua's got to do it this year, right? He's had many, many opportunities. Uh, Yeah, he dealt with injuries personally. He's dealt with injuries around him to his skill position players. Everybody's here. He's healthy. He's got weapons. He's got a new coach. He doesn't have any of that bullshit that was going on with Brian uh, Brian Flores and the owner, all of this sandbagging Mm -hmm. games and shit, which obviously we didn't know what was going on at the time. That's that's tough. Even if Tua didn't know about it, that's a bad environment to be trying to to groom a quarterback in. So now all of that is gone. I think he's also another quarterback that is in a very, very prime position to take that leap to the next level. Uh, and you look at the run game that Miami had in the preseason. I mean, they're running through gaping holes, dude. You got Moster yeah. and Chase Edmonds, and they're hitting these holes, and they're gone. All They, they got 15, it's 20 like yards of green grass in front. It's unbelievable. So if they yeah. can run the ball, make guys, make the team stack the box, try and stop the run, and then you have Tyreek Hill blowing the top off of the defense – Mm-hmm. listen they could be dangerous i'm not going to say they're going to take the bills out for the uh the division i think the bills are going to win the division but do not be surprised if this team is in the playoffs as a very very strong 11 and 5 wild card team i yeah. haven't looked at their full schedule so i don't know if they're going to get to 11 wins but i can see them taking the patriots out moving up in the division patriots will be third uh jets will be fourth and the dolphins are going to be competing for a playoff spot <clears throat> for sure yeah i i agree i mean i don't think South Florida has been more excited for a season and honestly my whole child, like adult young adult life I guess you could say I mean I'm only 27 but you know since I moved to to this area um I mean I'd say that this is the most exciting time that they've had as a team so um you know we'll see what McDaniel's got I mean I'm excited um I'm not a make or break type fan, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what they have. I think you said uh, Carolina might be one of the strongest money lines on the board. I mean, I don't see where they, they lose this game. I mean, a lot of people are saying that and that's fine. You know, sometimes, you know, we have to think where we are, both of us uh, are in South Florida. So we are hearing a lot of Miami dolphins buzz. So it may seem like that's the only thing that we're seeing. And that's the only thing that people are taking. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do think it's going to be a pretty, a pretty heavily hammered line, but yes. in terms of a strong money line, I'm with you that 165. Fuck, let's put it together with the Panthers. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's that put seems, it together, dude. That seems that as good seems as it good to me, man. I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, the lines at three now, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it moved a little before the game. So if you want to yeah, get, it, it might get up I mean, to four. Now's a good time. You still get, mm-hmm. um, you know, three points. I like the three points too. So, I mean, hopefully Tua can take this next step. I, you know, I, I'm very hopeful in his progression. 
Um, he's got to stay healthy got, first and foremost. Best sure. ability is availability, right? So I, I, I think he's to me. I'll be a hard. I, I have been a hard critic on Tua. I don't think he's it for whatever reason. I'm not sold on him, and I have durability right? concerns. I think he. Well, <laughs> that's a different discussion for a separate podcast. <laughs> okay. But yeah. I'm gonna throw that out there um, now. Uh, I think he's made a glass, yeah. dude. He hasn't shown me that he can stay healthy, which, and I think that's a fair criticism to make about him. But if he can stay healthy yeah. and all the guys around him can stay healthy, this team is going to compete. They will win. And I see them getting in the wild card. And for if sure. they see the Bills in the wild or in the playoffs for a third time, you know what happens when a team plays for the third time? That shit's a toss up. Anybody could win that game. I don't I care was if you say won too, I mean, if you're going to take division winners, I mean, for all betting purposes, I mean, they have great – it's plus 425 for them to win the division. I don't think you're going to yeah. lay the minus 235 if you're going to bet the Bills in that division. So if you're going to bet a mm -hmm. team to win that division, you're getting the best value um, with Miami oh, 100%. At, at plus 425 because yeah. you just never know what could happen. Once so. they start winning games, if they start winning games, that's only going <clears> to <throat> drop. So that's a good, yeah, sprinkle your lunch money on that one. Sure, see how it plays out. You never know. This league is is yeah. is very unpredictable, as we know. So cool. we're talking all this shit right now, but who knows sure. what's going to happen, really? Yeah, who we can't knows? predict the future. Yeah. No. Moving on, we got a, another divisional game. Pretty good one, I think. Uh, but I think the winner is going to be pretty easy. We got the Saints as the visiting team going into Atlanta versus the Falcons. Saints are favored right now, minus five and a half, minus 230 on the money line. Uh, over under is 42 and a half points. Saints were not really relevant last year. They were not that competitive. They had a few weeks, you know, where they gave the other team a scare, whatever. Mm -hmm. Jameis Winston is back after tearing his ACL. Nice. He's back. Kamara's back. Michael NFL Thomas is James back. Winston. Yeah. Protect Jameis at all. Yeah. <laughs> Need him in there. That guy, man. Listen, listen. Listen, he's pretty dumb. I'm not gonna lie. I think that's a well-known fact. But he is he can he can play football, man. He can play football and yep. he's entertaining. And I will tell you what, he's a good leader. He can get the guys behind him. So as a quarterback, he's got all the qualities that I look for, except for the intelligence. Uh he 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 makes do with what he's got. He's he's good enough for me. I'll take them to cover yeah. that spread pretty easily. If you remember last season. They week absolutely one. throttled Crash. the Packers week yeah. one. Dude, yeah. I think the Packers scored three freaking points. Dude, Aaron Rodgers took the fourth quarter off. He was like, fuck this. I didn't come out here yeah. week one to get my head banged in for this. Took the week <laughs> off. That. They wound up going wherever they went, NFC Championship game, whatever it was, or whatever, or the divisional round. So obviously that game didn't matter for the Packers, but I could see that happening again. This Saints team come out firing, putting up 40 points, blowing out the Falcons. I don't think the Falcons are very good at all this year. Uh, I am excited them, to see if I, 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 I'm excited to see if Mariota can, can get any kind of, um, you know, QB one status back. This is going to be his first time as a starter in a few years yep. since being in Tennessee, they got Kyle Pitts. Uh, they got quarter Patterson. They got, uh, they got the running back from, I think, uh, BYU or something, Algier. He's a tank. Yeah, so he might get yeah. some work in there. Um, they have some skill, skill position players. The division's tough. I put the Saints in front of them. I put the Bucks mm -hmm. in front of them. I put the Panthers yeah. in front of them. They are at the bottom of that division. Sure. Um, give me the Saints and give me Kamara. Uh, I did draft Kamara in fantasy. I've done three teams so far. Took them all three times in the first okay. round. So I'm kind of all in on this guy. Um, I think beast. he's a machine. Yeah. He, I, I mean, dude, we got good running backs in this league, but 
in terms of playmaking ability and after the catch ability, there's no one He's like a him. Beast. This yeah. dude makes four or five people miss just just running zigzag lines and he runs right by them. They don't even touch him. And it's like, it's like, he's not even trying. So yeah, I'll take that when it comes to fantasy, give me talent like that all day. I don't care about it's crazy because Alvin Kamara barely played at Tennessee. Uh, I look know. Up, like, he didn't even yeah. start I'm, that no, guy, Butch, yeah. whatever his name, he didn't even start. Yeah. Him. Butch Jones. <laughs> yeah. Butch Jones. Yeah. It's good for you, buddy. Real life or talent. That guy, let me tell you. <laughs> Fucking a God. Yeah. Bless. Um, the Saints are definitely uh, a better team than the than the Falcons. Uh, I've honestly never seen a harder downfall of any. Uh, it's it's since that Super Bowl. I just because I was See so ya. emotionally bro. attached with yeah yeah because I was with Greg. So uh, oh Greg, I was shout all out. in. Greg. Sorry we were, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, we were all yeah. in on that that year, and that shit just fucking fell apart real quick. <laughs> and the whole franchise fucking. So they're at yeah. the bottom of the barrel. Um, I That's think the Saints are a, a good a good bet there. Hey, you got uh, the Braves though. You got the Braves and you got Trey Young. You guys love Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young, but you, you know you got the Braves. They're nice. I love Positives. the Braves. I love me some Atlanta love me Braves. Some Atlanta, yeah. <laughs> I love Chop them. house. All right. Moving on. I don't know if I can do that on here because it's like racist and stuff to do the chop. So I'm not going to do it. But moving on. Next game, Detroit Lions at home against the Philadelphia Eagles, another hated division rival of mine. Eagles are favored at <clears throat> minus four, minus 200 on the money line, over under is 48 and a half. Um, tell you what, can't pick this game because I don't know. I think the Lions don't get enough credit. Uh, their record did not indicate how good they were last year. They were a lot more competitive than their record would say on paper. Their coach is awesome even though he cries yeah. a lot that's fine he can fire the boys up um jared goff is okay i mean there were a lot of from what i can remember there were a lot of games where they're in these shootouts like late in the fourth quarter they're going back and forth with these teams and, and they just make one more mistake right yeah. and they just mm -hmm. make one more mistake they lose the game it is what it is that's what bad teams do so i'm not surprised um, i'm also not sold on the eagles they did get aj brown from the titans which is a great weapon for Jalen Hurts. He had basically, they had Devonta Smith, they drafted as a rookie. But outside of him, they really had no true receiver. And even Devonta Smith in the NFL, he's a small bodied guy. You need that Smart big target guy. who can go down and bully a corner. Yeah. Right. So they got that big target, AJ Brown. If he can stay healthy, he can bully some corners, uh, give the Eagles an extra weapon on the outside. They have good running backs that they can work into the, the rush game and as well as the pass game out of the backfield. I like their offense. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm kind of leaning lions on this. Maybe that's just because I don't like the Eagles. I'm kind of leaning lions. I'm not going to make a pick on this game. Yeah. Uh, but also don't be surprised if my giants pass up the Eagles. Don't be surprised. It's, I, mean, I was going to say hasn't when started yet, so I can say whatever I want and it's not stupid. We're, we're O and O right now. Everybody okay? is. I can say whatever I want. Yeah, exactly. So um, you can't I, tell me shit. If you would have just put this game in front of me with the teams and then hid the spread from me, I would have said it was probably a touchdown. So to uh -huh. see it only, you know, at four, I didn't four points. this game. Yeah, I didn't look at this before we just talked about it. So to see it at four um, makes me think that there might be a little bit, as you said, more respect for the Lions just based upon, yep. I don't know, how hard they fucking played in some games last year and um you know making that one more mistake kind of lost them probably three four games um yeah, so you just I, you know i don't know if it's just the the question marks that they're kind of 
holding back? You know, do they think that this team is really taking that next kind of step forward as far as not being so shitty? So, right. you know, we'll see the Lions or the Lions. Though. Let's not forget that they do suck most of the most of the time. So I would not be surprised if the Eagles thrashed them either. So, uh, you know, this game could, could go one way or the other. And, uh, you know, we'll find out on Sunday. But, uh, again, it's not a game. No I touch. Sounds like it's a no touch game. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a not no touch all. game. We'll just yeah. watch this one from the sidelines. All right, moving right along here. What do we got next? Uh, we got, we're not going to spend too much time on this game, even though it does feature the Cincinnati Bengals hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I think this is going to be one of those matchups where the Bengals are going to win it pretty handedly. Um, but when we look at their second matchup, I don't know when it is, but I hope it's later on in the season. Hopefully the Steelers would have gotten better, which usually they do under Mike Tomlin. Uh, they usually tend to get better, play better defense, more rhythm on offense as the season progresses. So hopefully during that second matchup, it'll be a bit closer. But I have the Bengals here. Uh, you know, they they made it to the Super Bowl. They obviously have shown that they're capable of competing with the top teams in the league and especially in their conference. Um, so they're going to come out. I think they're going to they're going to run it all over Steelers. Joe Burrow is going to have a pretty good game, maybe two, three touchdowns I could see out of Joe Burrow. Um Give me the Bengals. We'll run with them, uh, and we'll we'll see these teams when they meet again in Pittsburgh for round two. I think that'll be a better matchup to talk about. Well, this is what the one I... that – let me just – I got one thing real quick. This oh, is the game. Of course, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me just put it together a little play here. I said earlier that the Ravens would probably be one of the most teased lines of the weekend. This will probably be yes. the other most popular line. Um, so if you put the Bengals, this is a fucking bitch-ass teaser of the week. Maybe we can make that a segment tones bitch ass segment of the week or a <laughs> teaser of the week um if you just six and a half point teaser i mean it's not that hard you get the Bengals two teamer Bengals ravens uh six and a half points you basically get them both on the money line i mean I don't, that's basically you know, it yeah PK. yeah so i mean if i was gonna make a pick Run it up that, if i was gonna make a fucking bet this week that that might be the one um okay. that, that's probably the thing that I, I would put out there in public as my first play a little two team teaser. So you got it for week one. You got Pigo's two team six point bitch ass teaser. Heard yes. it here first. Talking balls in the sack. We got Bengals six point teaser. Ravens six point teaser. Six You're and a half. Both six of those half. guys. Well, actually, six and a half. Do, I'm sorry. Six. Yeah, and a half. six and a half would be better. But it's gonna be. It's gonna be a six point teaser. Yeah. It's gonna be a six point teaser. So basically, it's a PK pick on the Ravens and the Bengals. Parlay them yep. up. Heard it here first. Yes, sir. Next game on the docket, first four o'clock game I have. It's a, also a very, very, very good game. Minnesota Vikings at home against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Packers are favored at minus one and a half points, minus 125 on the money line. Obviously, the Packers lost a huge piece of their offense. Devontae Adams went to Oakland. Uh, Aaron Rodgers probably feels like he lost half of himself. Um, we've talked, I talked about it last week uh, with, with JJ, but quarterback when they have that guy that they can rely on and they can trust it's just you can't you can't replace it I don't care who you have you can't yeah. replace it we've seen it time and time again where Aaron Rodgers is down by by three points down by two down by one whatever it is with 33 32 seconds and they gotta go either it's 75 yards after a touchback or it's even more mm-hmm. and he does it in three plays puts them in field goal oh, range and they got 10 hands. seconds and they're looking around like hey you want to you want to try for the end zone one time before we do this like dude <laughs> yeah. it's unbelievable so agreed um to that point give me the vikings in this game 
Give me the Vikings in the division. Okay. Okay. I think this is the year that the Packers are getting dethroned. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has enough around him in, in terms of the receiving core. I think that mm-hmm. group is way too young. Uh, I think he is putting them on such a steep learning curve that he's pressing these receivers. He might press them into mistakes, right? Because you saw what yeah. he said, like, we got guys making mistakes. They got to pick it up, this and that. Yes, you want guys to be accountable. And I understand Aaron Rodgers has that. He, he has that reputation where he's allowed to hold people accountable. And he can pretty, he's kind of like Brady. He can say whatever he wants to you, right? But at the same time, you can't have these guys playing and walking on eggshells as young players. That's when you're going to get more mistakes out of them. If they're playing tight and tense, that's not the way you can play any sport. You have to be relaxed. You have to be focused on what you're doing. Sure. Uh, so we'll see. I think I think the Vikings are going to have a little bit better chemistry. They got Justin Jefferson, who's a beast. They have Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Irv Smith, Kurt Cousins. Their defense is great. Um, and especially the fact that they're at home. Give me the Vikings. I love them. Packers are obviously going to be there, but give me the Vikings to win this game and to win the division. Um, I think the Vikings thing is uh, Dalvin Cook staying healthy. Um, I, you know, and if they want to get off to a good start this season, they need to do something in week one that usually doesn't happen, and that's beat the Green Bay Packers. Um, mm-hmm. That ultimately gets you already a game up in the division. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if it comes down to a tie break, which sometimes it does in that division. Um, yep you know, you at least have, a, you know, the upper hand for the time being. And I think that would get the season off to a good start. Um, can Kirk Cousins be efficient? Can he just lead them to a few wins in the division? Um, I mean, yeah, I think they're better than kind of people give them credit for as the Lions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they have guys like Dalvin and just Justin Jefferson and uh, Thielen as well. Um, what's the What's the other receiver's name? Uh, the, their third guy, KJ Osborne. Yeah, Osborne. Who, okay, and him they have too. A Osborne. Yeah, uh, those three guys are good. They have Dalvin. Uh, I don't know who backs him up, but um, I mean Alexander those, Madison. Yeah, I mean that's who, a solid. Who I core. mean, if if something were to happen to Cook, he's a good fill-in. He's obviously no Dalvin Cook, but he's a decent fill-in. I mean, Vikings right in the middle of the pack. Team offense, fourteenth. Every obviously teams in front of them, playoff teams, um, but the teams below them, I'm looking at the list, Raiders, Saints, Browns, Steelers, Dolphins last year, they might come up. But all of those teams, I definitely see the Vikings a tier above them, um, but they're also a tier below those other teams like the, the, uh, the Chiefs, Chargers, Bengals, and Rams. They're not at that tier yet, um, but I think they get over that hump and they're going to win the division this year. One note about the Packers. Uh, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, they have a mm. great tandem of, of running backs yes, back there. Yes. And the one thing I want to say is <laughs> with the loss of Devontae Adams, I could definitely see Aaron Jones helping out in the receiving game on third down. And we might see more sets with both of those guys on the field, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. Um, AJ Dillon in the backfield, Aaron Jones in the slot, because Aaron Jones is also another dynamic playmaker when he gets the ball in his hands. Um, so I think Everyone's going to have to chip in, obviously, to make up for the target share that Devontae Adams is leaving behind. Um, and the, the Packers will be okay. Um, but give me the Vikings yet again on this day. Agreed. So next game, Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes uh, visiting Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray will be without DeAndre Hopkins. He was suspended. Uh, they still have James Conner. I'm kind of blanking on other receivers that they have. Uh, they Robert have Zach Ertz at tight end. Yeah, they got yeah. They, Kirk is in Jacksonville now. Uh, oh, they got Marquise Brown. That's the big one. Okay, 
They got Absolutely. Hollywood from uh, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're going to be good, right? But you look at that division, Niners, Rams, uh, Cardinals, and the Seahawks. Seahawks, obviously, dog shit. We're not going to talk about them. I feel bad for Seahawks players, Seahawks coaches, Seahawks fans. It's going to be a rough year for those boys. Uh, but when you look at this division, you got three tiers. You got you got the Rams and the Niners, and then you have the Cardinals, and then you have the Seahawks. So they're kind of in a position where um, they're going to have to sneak out. They're going to have to go two and two against the Rams and Niners. They're going to have to figure out a way to do that. If they don't do that, if they go one and three, uh, it's a rip for them. Um, I see them kind of right. in the middle of that division. They're going to beat up on the Seahawks <clears> as they should. Mm-hmm. But I could definitely see them struggling against those other two top teams, which puts them right in the middle. Like, what are we going to do with this team? So yeah. Yeah, we'll see go. what happens with them. I'm not sold on Kyler Murray. He had a good year a couple of years ago. In terms of leadership capabilities, I think he's bottom of the barrel. Yeah. I mean, He'd rather play I hate Ryan duty. Tannehill, but I'd almost have Ryan Tannehill over this guy. I swear, he looks like he's always trying to make excuses. Um, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Kyler. Big fan of Mahomes. They got a lot more weapons, much better defense, better coach. Easy. They're just fun to watch. I mean, both teams and are fun so to watch, fun to but watch. I mean, the Chiefs not obviously his girlfriend, are. Though. His girlfriend's hella annoying. Or his, his wife. Girlfriend, his brother. His girlfriend, his brother. Yeah. Oh, brother. Um, oh. oh, God. Um, but I mean, they're just, they've over the last few years have dominated, obviously, with Mahomes and Andy Reid. And, you know, they've been mm-hmm. a juggernaut offensively for. Um, you know, at least four years now. So it'll be interesting to see how Mahomes adjusts to not having Tyreek Hill as a threat on the field. I, I, I don't know if it'll obviously change much, but just because that offense is so dynamic, you can kind of plug and fill. Obviously, Tyreek Hill is one of the best receivers in the game. So there's going to be a little loss there, but Mahomes is just so good that I don't see him having much trouble kind of making up for it. And they're better than the Cardinals are. Um, Kyler they Murray got is- Juju to replace. They got Juju replaced Tyreek Hill. They got no, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin. They have Sky Sky Jones, I think. They have Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the backfield. They still have uh, – is it like Herman or – or um, Nicole Hardman, they have him. Hardman, yeah. Uh, they have Kelsey, obviously, who's a big weapon. So they're, they're still set. They have Andy I drafted Reed, Kelsey this year. Which, Yep. Yeah, he's you know what you're getting out of yep, him. Um, yep. So they'll be okay. They'll be okay. I, I I'll take them to win the division this year. Um, that second spot is going to be close between the Broncos and Chargers, though. I will say that. I agree. So <laughs> with that, let's move on to the next game. We got Raiders and Chargers. Um, interesting to see what's going to happen in this division. All four teams in that AFC West: Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, and Broncos are quality programs. Okay. Uh, all four have good quarterbacks. All mm-hmm. four have good defenses. Now with Russell Wilson in the mix, you look at the Broncos roster. They have plenty of skill players for Russell Wilson. They got Javante Williams in the backfield with Melvin Gordon. Okay. They have Cortland Sutton. They have Jerry Judy, who me personally, I think is a prime candidate for breakout player of the year. I think he's about to go off. Yep. And I think, I think uh, they're, they're about to get, they're going to reap the benefits of drafting Jerry Judy this year with Russell Wilson for sure. So this game, the line sits at minus three for the Chargers. They are a minus 175 favorite on the money line with an over-under of 52.0 points. Um, over. I'll take the Chargers. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's not that it's so easy, but yeah, I think this game is going over. Uh, I think that is an easy call. Um, can Carr and Adams develop that chemistry um, I think and so. have them – 
you, I think they can too. If you don't know, they yeah. played together in college, which I just learned oh, a few sure. months ago. I didn't know. I did I not no know idea. that when the deal happened. They played okay. in college together, so they do know each other. That gives them a little okay. extra point. Um, wow. Do they have enough? Do they have enough firepower on that offense, even with Derek Carr, so. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller? Do they have enough to compete with the other teams offensively? I mean, we're going to get a good fucking answer this week because the Chargers are fucking <laughs> yeah. offensive yeah. studs because Herbert fucking puts up some points. I mean, yep. I think he's going to be <clears throat> maybe uh, making the push at maybe an MVP season. I don't know. We'll see. That could be a I bold prediction it. there. But, you know, usually quarterbacks are in the mix. So if he can have another good year and take another step forward, um, you know, that'll be interesting to see. But I think they do. I mean, they've got Waller. I mean, Josh Jacobs is kind of there um mm-hmm. uh, running he's just there uh i don't yeah. know how effective he is they don't run the ball very very well so uh, but they also you know, don't if, need him to be that, that guy they just need no, him to be they, there exactly they need him to be there um so, so they've got renfro with adams and waller, waller love Jeff renfro Jones, Derek carr so yep. you know Derek carr gets a lot of hate and he's not the guy and he's a game manager but if you know they can keep the games close. They're they're another team that have a handful of close games kind of not go their way. Um, they Definitely. were competing in a lot of games last year, so I I think that um, it would it will be interesting. And again, I think you know down the road when these teams see each other again, you'd you'd see the same line but flipped. Um, right. I, I think they're they're pretty evenly matched. Um, you know, mm-hmm. skill player wise, I think the Chargers have a slight uh, or a slight advantage yeah. probably at quarterback with a little upper hand there, but um defensively and you know skill player wise i, I think they're pretty evenly matched up um they just got to contain eckler yeah. eckler is gonna he's a problem that yeah he's a, he's a, a guy you gotta know where he's at uh but and you know the chargers they have a lot of weapons so there's a lot of guys to account for you have to bottle them up when a team has a lot of weapons like that obviously you can't you just physically cannot guard everybody at the same time so yep. you got to limit the damage limit the explosive plays limit the big plays and hope for the best I mean, you look at the Raiders from last year, they had debacle and fiasco one after another with the Gruden thing and the emails, the racist emails. Yes. And then you had the whole thing with Henry Ruggs making bad <clears throat> choices. And that was just one of the toughest looks I've ever seen on an athlete in an organization. Kind of like the Jaguars, the Raiders are, I think they're chomping at the bit for this clean slate uh, season and they're, they're ready to go. Uh, they yeah. want to prove to people that this is a new year. <clears throat> it's a new era. Um, and they have the talent to compete in this division. And I, I think when you go out and and grab somebody like a Devonte Adams, like it shows that they're fucking serious about being good. And I think that that brings a, a level of like hope, uh, per se, into mm-hmm. like the locker room. So they're going to contend for a playoff spot, in my opinion. Yeah, and they, you know, they tried to do that with Antonio Brown a few years ago. Yes. They tried to bring an AB, and they're like, you know what, we're trying. We got AB. Let's do it. We got Carr, his number one guy. And he wanted obviously to that didn't feet. pan out. Yeah. That was an Oakland uh, to me. That was an Oakland Raiders type move. Like, yeah, you you would be the maybe the Browns are the other ones that would sign yes. AB at that stage of his yes. career. But Devontae yeah. Adams, you live in your life. It worked tier. out. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. I guess. I guess Adams was a great sign. We'll see where they yeah. go. Tough, tough division, man. God bless. Tough division. Very. I wouldn't be surprised we get one division winner and both wild cards coming out of that division. I'm not gonna lie. So. That That's would it. knock out. Next that would game. knock out Miami. Whoa. Let's see. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Next game. Be, it's fucked. <laughs> hey, AFC is a gauntlet, man. We already it's ran through the list. I mean, show. there is there is a solid ten teams that I could There's see. Teams everywhere. So this yeah. is this going to be a crazy season. 
Next, New York Giants, New York football giants versus the Tennessee Titans in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if I'm just, you know, tickled for the underdog lines tonight, but or if it's biased and maybe I'm betting with my heart this week. But yeah, you can you can you can tally this one viewers at home Giants plus five and a half buy it up to six if you're feeling lazy plus 200 on the money line. Give me all that. Okay. We don't believe in Ryan Tannehill. They lost AJ Brown. They got Derek Henry. That's it, man. If we can stop Derek Henry, it's a big, it's a big fucking if because that guy is a tank. If we can stop him or at least contain him and slow him down, give me the Giants on the road to shock the Titans. I love the Giants in this game. And I think Saquon is is primed to have a comeback season. Um, I think people who draft him in fantasy are going to be very happy with what he does for them. I think he's going to produce Daniel Jones. I'm speaking to you. I'm looking right into the camera at Daniel Jones. Okay. I have defended you and I still defend you against all these haters out here. Okay. Do I think you're the answer for the giants? No, I don't. Do I think you are capable of being competent at quarterback without running too fast? So you fall over and fumbling because you're running backwards and giving the ball the other team through the air. Do I think you can cut down on those things and just get the ball to the guys in blue instead? Yeah. And luckily for us, the Giants, we are in probably the worst division in football. The Eagles are nothing to write home about. The Cowboys are probably people view as the best team, um, but they're fraudulent too. They're not even a real playoff contender. I hate them. They're so fraudulent. Um, so, I mean, the Giants... They could compete this year. Brand new season, clean slate. We'll see what happens. I'm sick and tired of saying we'll get them next year. We'll get them next year when this is healthy, when they're healthy. No, we got a coach. We got a GM. Came over from Buffalo. Good track record from Josh Allen. Let's get it done this year. Because I tell you what, if it doesn't happen, Daniel Jones, Saquon, see you later. I'm over him. Saquon, we got to get something back for him because – He's just not the answer, then that means. I mean, he really has not panned out the way we wanted him up until this point. I'm still on board with him. Uh, I think he can still be that three-down back, that feature back that we want him to be. But up until this point, he ain't it. Daniel Jones has to play better, or for all I care, we can have Mike Glennon by week six because I just can't watch this man play football anymore. Um, But I'm excited. I think they're winning this game. The Titans are not that good, okay? They're not going to be as good as they were last year. They just lost their leading sack um, defensive player with 12 sacks. I think I forget his name. I don't know what it was. I think it was a linebacker or some shit. 12 sacks last year, tore his ACL in practice, so he's out. Uh, defense is not as scary to me. Derrick Henry is the only thing I'm worried about. And when you're one-dimensional like the Titans are, teams can plan for you. And we've been planning for you since last season, buddy. So we're coming. I mean, yeah, you might – know a bit more about that team than than I do or you know have a glance at here and there but uh, yeah Daniel Jones I mean he just again cut down the turnovers be a bit more effective um, have a bit make the defense respect you a little bit then you know maybe some things will open up Um, they become I think one-dimensional when Barkley doesn't get going and then Daniel Jones isn't very scary so it's yeah. just, it doesn't seem at times very hard to defend that offense. But, you know, you said you guys have a new guy in there. Uh, hopefully that can change some things and um, they can just be a bit more effective uh, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, the defense is okay. 
Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's competitive. Um, it, it's an NFL defense. It should be somewhat competitive. Um, and again, the Titans aren't too scary. So if there's a good team to kind of start your season against where the game is very winnable, um, I think that that is a good matchup. This game can go either way. I think both teams have a good opportunity to win. Ryan Tannehill isn't very scary either. So I over under is 43 and a half. I would take the under in this game. I would That's just fair. throwing that out there. That, yeah. that seems like a solid play. Um, Derek Henry's a monster. So if they can keep him to not 200 yards on the ground, I think <laughs> that they'll be within, you know, striking distance for a win. Striking distance. Yeah, for sure. I would agree. That's all. That's all you ask for, especially when you come in on the road as an underdog. Uh, you you hope you play well enough to where the fourth quarter, quarter runs around or rolls around rather, and you have a chance to win the game. That's really all you can. That's really all you can ask for when you go on the road. So the last game we're going to go over is Monday Night Football. The reason I want to talk about it, obviously, you got Denver Broncos going into Seattle, taking on the Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson getting his return right out of the way, Week One, Monday Night Primetime. And Broncos are favored six and a half points. And I think that should be seven. It might even be eight by the time the game starts on, on Monday mm-hmm. and give me the Broncos, give me the Broncos in this game. Give me the money line. Uh, I'll even take over 43 and a half points only because I think the Seahawks might get, you know, 10. And then I think sure. the Broncos are going to blow them out. Look, they have weapons. They have, I'm pretty sure they still have Fant. If I'm not mistaken, they got Fant yeah. at tight end. He's a, he's a so. very, very solid tight end. They got Jerry Judy. They got Cortland Sutton on the outside making plays. They have Javante Williams. They have Melvin Gordon as a veteran uh, running back who used to be a three-down, do-it-all back. So if he can resemble anything like that for them um, and even just slide in on third down for Javante Williams, I think they have a lot of talent. They're mm-hmm. definitely going to compete with the Chargers. They have a defense already to compete with all of these teams. They can hold. They can hold these offenses down defensively. Can they score points? Can they put it all together with Russell Wilson? And can Russell Wilson replicate the Russell Wilson type performances that he had in Seattle? Those big 400 yards for passing touchdown games where he has both of his receivers over a hundred yards. I think he can do it. I think he's got plenty left in the tank. Um, I I like the Broncos this year a lot. What do you have on that game? Look, I mean, people have been, this is the same conversation that we, I feel like Russell Wilson has had about his, seasons over I mean last year is kind of an outlier just because of how shitty it all went and I think that his track record speaks for itself I mean the guy is Mm -hmm. just I think he has like the most wins like within a certain first however many games first 10 years in the league yeah 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 Yeah. I I mean dude the guy's uh he he wins football games there's it's it's like when you play golf and you get a par and there's no pictures on the scorecard you know what I mean the guy just how how did it get in the hole yeah he just wins football games. He just gets the job done. I don't see it being any yep. different just because he switches kind of yeah. same uh, region of the country. West Coast. That, yep. Yeah, it's still the West Coast. I mean, what they have going on right now for them kind of resembles where Seattle was possibly when they were popping and going to Super Bowls and stuff like that. So it'll be fun to see him kind of step into to a team that I think that he can you know take to the playoffs again. Because uh, um, the playoffs miss Russell Wilson. It was he's always yeah they do fun to they have do. him there. He's a very fiery competitive guy. So. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's another one of. I mean, he's he's there. There may not be a better leader in the clubhouse. People think he's cheesy, kind of like Tom Tim Tebow, things like that. I think he's a great leader. Um, I think people guys count, play I for like, him. Yeah, people have counted him out though. Like at the beginning of every season, they're like, uh, yeah, does he have? 
it this year like could it be i think he's got plenty in the tank like you said and yeah the track record proves you know to everybody that you know he's not here he can do it yeah he can do it so listen that's it for the nfl uh that's week one for you i am super excited we'll be back next week to talk more nfl obviously um we'll we'll preview week two we'll recap the games anything exciting that happened obviously injuries not not something we like talking about but it is part of the game we'll talk about anything like that that happens um one last topic i want to discuss with tone before we sign off on this episode uh we had an amazing amazing weekend of college football okay uh, plenty games, absolute shootouts going down to the wire. And I think you're starting to see the transfer portal and the NIL deals start to kind of come to fruition where you have these smaller teams going into these power five conference uh, stadiums and competing and winning games. Um, I think that's great for college football because obviously in years past, and even maybe this year, we, we t- tend to think of it as being top heavy with those top five, uh, four or five teams. Um but yeah, college football seems like there's going to be a lot of fluctuation in these rankings. There's going to be a lot of upsets, a lot of unpredictability. Uh, but we're going to talk about FSU. Um, they played LSU in New Orleans for the some kind of kickoff bowl. I don't even know. Chip Kelly, $10 million coach, first year in Baton Rouge. Uh, and that game, I turned it on. I think it was like nine minutes left in the in the fourth quarter. And I, I forget the time what it was, but FSU was already up 24-10. And I was like, oh, this game's over, whatever. And if you guys missed the end of that game, please go watch it because it was absolutely bonkers. FSU wound up holding on. They blocked an extra point um, at the end of the game. And they they won that game. They sent Chip Kelly home a little sad boy and probably getting death threats from the, the Louisiana faithful. I mean, bro, that game... That game had me on the edge of my seat the whole time because we were – the thing was is FSU was like – you if you were watching the game, like you know that the first half, both teams – I mean, we blocked a field goal. We also missed a 47-yard field goal when we were down 3-0. to zero. We ended up scoring a touchdown going up 7-3 to three on a flea flicker, which the, the ball was underthrown. The receiver made a great play to come back and get it. Um, <clears throat> go, to the, go to the locker room. I think we're up 10-3. 10, 10 or, or seven to three. And mm-hmm. it should have been a lot more. Um, we went for it on fourth down where we probably should have fucking kicked a field goal and missed out on those points. So I think we left probably a touchdown or more out there in the first half. So good news is we got the ball to start the second half. Um, took again, dominating time of possession, dominating the field on defense their quarterback can run it. That kid is a stud. He was running all over the mm-hmm. place. Um, yeah. I think he had like 70 rushing yards in the first half. He accounted for mm-hmm. like 110 of 111 total yards for their offense in the first half. So, yeah. I mean, the kid can play. Um, I did think that it was our game to lose as I kind of watched and progressed into the game. But um, those last few minutes were, were insane. We fumble the ball. We're at yeah, the so if you guys line. don't know what happened – yeah, if you don't know what happened, it's uh, <clears throat> it was uh twenty four, it was twenty four to uh se- twenty four to seventeen. Yeah, twenty four seventeen in the fourth quarter. Uh, LSU has the ball; they're driving, and they get all the way down. I think it was like the one or two yard line, and they're well, not they had just all right. So, hold on, take a step back for just a second. We 
got that we gave up LSU score touchdown to make it 24 17 FSU got the ball back with about four minutes left we go yes. three and out we were punting the ball with two and a half minutes left yes yes, yes punt the ahead. ball and yes, the kid yes. muffs it for the second time in the game that's not the first yeah. time that happened that's the second time that he muffed the yeah. honestly special yes. teams if their special teams plays any bit any bit of a of a solid game we probably end up losing they yeah. had two two kicks ended up getting blocked two muff punts so either our special teams played really really good but usually that's just some some holes in their special teams um yeah so we pick up the ball at like the 10 yard line we get it down to right. like the one we pitch the ball instead of just handing yeah. it off or throwing yeah. it or whatever i don't know what that play and we was fumble we're pitching it yeah they they fucking pick it up LSU recovers the fumble at the one yard line with like, I don't know, minute 15, minute 20. Yeah, it was like a minute 20 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. They drive 99 yards. They're, they throw a Which, by the way, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Like, how on earth do you let them move the ball? Like, they were moving the ball at will. Like, so I understand course, you want to keep everything in front, but like, yeah. dude, you're letting them rip off 10, 15 yards every play and they're getting out of bounds too. You're not even keeping them in bounds. Yeah. So last night I'm actually outside and I, of course, I'm not watching the final drive, like on my phone. I, I have like just the game cast on and it's like 30 yard run, you know, 23 yeah. yard pass, like 20 <laughs> yard run. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And then the, the clock's ticking down and like, oh, they're going to run out of time. Something's what the fuck. So I turn it on. Yeah. And they're in review of the play where the tight end's knee hit the ground. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of fucked because if they just call him in bounds, the game's over. No, that's incorrect. And that's what okay. I thought. But that's incorrect because okay. in college football, you get a first down. Oh, first the clock down, stops. the clock stops. Clock stops to reset yeah. the chains. And then <clears> once <throat> the ball is set, the official whistles. And then okay. so they had so they two seconds had left on the clock. Okay. If they had one second, if I'm not mistaken, if they only had one second, I'm pretty sure that's not enough time to technically run a play. So they needed to have two seconds on the clock, which they did. So the official spot the ball. And of course, yeah, that that last play of the game with two they seconds, score. they score the touchdown. Oh it, and he was standing. It was it was a slower progressing play, especially being how close they were to the end zone. Yes, it took him like a solid four seconds to get rid of the ball. He hits this guy in the back of the end zone, pretty much wide open. Oh, I don't know what happened. He was wide open. Yeah, the guy had like inside him right, and he snuck behind yeah. him, and like it was stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it all happened I mean, so dude, fucking fast, bro. Like, yeah, oh yeah, in a minute twenty seconds, all this is happening. Even before it, all the muff puns and stuff. But uh, so they line up for the the extra point, and I mean, long story short, anticlimactic. They miss, or they didn't miss. Rather, they they uh, they get it blocked. Yeah, they get it blocked. So I'm not gonna say that this was on the kicker and he missed the 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 uh, the kick because he didn't. Um, I'm gonna give it up to that FSU player. I don't know his name. I don't know what position he plays. Uh, but I give it up to him. That was a hell of a play. He busts through that line and he he dove. And let me say, we're doing this podcast because people like Stephen A. and Skip Bayless have shit takes. I read a tweet from Skip Bayless last night and he said some shit like, okay, you should not, there should not be place kicking in a football game because he doesn't like how a kicker decides the outcome of a game. He was like, he said something along the lines of let like the real football players or the good football players oh, like decide the game. Every time. And I was like, no, it's not even that. It's like, dude, you're totally disrespecting all of these other players on the game that who are football. Like that dude just gave his all, bust through that line, did a Superman dive to try and block that punt. And you're calling yeah. him not a football player. Skip, you go in there, Skip. You go in there and do that shit. 
Okay. And then we'll see who's a football player and who's not. All right. Yeah. That kid deserves credit. Uh, uh, the kicker for LSU, it looked like it was going to go in. I mean, I think he's a freshman. Benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I don't even care, dude. That kick was going in. It's a, it's a, it's an extra point. Like the percentage yeah, on that kick, it was going in that, that defensive back made a play. Um, and good for him. That's what you do. Sometimes it comes down to one play and he made it. So it was funny. They had the LSU quarterbacks like face on the screen while the extra point was going on and his reaction yeah. and his face, like, cause you're, you're so high from they're So they're on a fucking, oh, high. dude. They're, yeah. They're fucking up here right now. And then dude, 30 seconds later, the fucking kick goes and he, and it gets blocked. And this kid's face, he was like almost laughing. He couldn't believe like, yeah. what was going on because it was like, it happened like Dude, that. And everything. That's college football. That's yes. college football. That's why we love it. I mean, the sure. emotional roller coaster that you go through just watching one game, let alone betting on a game. If you didn't oh even bet god. on that game, it'll put you. To, no. Oh my god, it'll put you in the spin cycle, dude. So that's why we love it. Um, listen, that's gonna wrap it up. Tone, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, I'll and be going through on this here these games. Whenever I yeah, can. we'll have Tone yeah. back. Um, it was great. It was fun. So. What you guys can look forward to um, moving on, obviously, we started this podcast at a pretty good time for sports. Uh, we got college football. We got college. Uh, we got NFL. MLB playoffs starting in the next month. And then we got NBA, college basketball, a lot of shit going on. Okay. Um, so from this point forward, we're probably just going to keep on with the NFL schedule and the college football schedule. We'll stay current with those, preview any big matchups. Um, we'll talk about baseball as the postseason comes forward. And then we're just going to give you guys our hot takes on shit that's going around in the sports world. We're going to give you guys our unfiltered opinion, whether you like it or not. Um, and if it's dumb, like I said in that one, if it's dumb, it's dumb. You let me know. You think I care. I really don't. You just let me know if it's dumb. That's going to do it for this one. We are signing off from the sack. Episode three, Talking Balls. We're out. Thank baby. you. Yes, sir. <laughs>